Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Looking for some new podcasts to listen to? Well, look no further than the Ratsaw Review Network. Ratsaw Review is taking over the podcast world with plenty of shows to choose from within their network of entertaining programming, including the flagship show, Ratsaw Review, with Wayne Noon, Greg Noggle, and Lou Mavs, as well as occasional co-hosts Manny Mejias and James Lilquist. We also have the official Ratsaw Review spin-offs, such as Album vs. Album, Screams from the Grave, where we discuss beloved yet forgotten hard rock and metal albums of the past, and a King Diamond podcast called This Broadcast Belongs to Them. We've also got Old Man Metal's Musings, the Metal Thrashing Nerd Podcast with Metal Thrashing Mike, the Timo Toki Podcast featuring Stradivarius and Avalon founding member Timo Toki, the BS Sessions with Mark and Jerry, Just the Cheese Please, a podcast dedicated to cheesy films of the 1980s with Tara J and Adam, and the Music is Live Podcast with Lou Mavs. The Rapsaw Review Network is your go-to one-stop shop for the best podcasts out there today. Go to RatsawReview.com for more info. And to find out where you can find, follow, subscribe, and comment on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and all streaming platforms. The Ratsaw Review Network. We're taking over. Hey, hey, everybody, and welcome to Just the Cheese, Please. I, of course, am Tara J, and I'm here with Adam. How are you today, Adam? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm great. I'm excited because today we are joined to, with, with us. We are joined with um, the kind of, I guess, the papa bear of this <laughs> of the rat salad <laughs> review. Um, our big dysfunctional family that we have. Uh, Wayne Noon. How are you, Wayne? I'm doing great. How are you guys? I'm, I'm right. glad to finally be on your guys' show instead of you guys being on my show. Yes, yes. The last time we saw you was when we did Lords of was Lords of Metal or something like that. The, yes, yeah, yes, that, yes. Uh, that okay. Netflix movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was fun. Yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah, that was good. So it's good to see you again. Yeah, it's good to have you on. Yeah, I'm glad that you guys asked me on and to do this movie that we're going going to do today. And hopefully I redeem myself from that last movie that I had you guys originally do. <laughs> that, that my co-host can never just stop talking about. It's every day. You made us watch that movie. It wasn't so bad. It was. But, so great. today, actually, we let you choose since you were our guest um, and you chose one of my favorite movies, actually. So I'm going to have a very difficult time finding anything to sort of make fun <laughs> of about. But we're doing uh, Pee-wee's Big Adventure, um, 1985. And it was directed by none other than Tim Burton, which a lot of people don't actually know that. But once you do know that, you realize, oh, my God, like, how could you not know that? Because it's very, very Burton-esque. Right. Yes. It's pretty obvious. And I have to say, um, scored by Danny Elfman, because I think the music is super important. Yes, definitely. And then they worked together in quite a few other movies after that. And apparently Tim Burton wasn't like credited in the movie either. Really? 
Yeah, I was reading through some notes. So don't think I'm everything I, I say here, I know off the top of my head. <laughs> that, you know, I had to do some research. So I'm not that smart about this movie, but uh well, I thought that when I watched it, I saw that it was directed by Tim Burton, but I'm not I mean, I already just knew that. So maybe I didn't see it and I just I just happened to know. It's from quite possible. Or the internet's wrong. It's which is possible too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll check that out. And he was only uh, 26 years old too. He was Whoa. really young. That it was his first know. very he was his first his like directorial like feature debut. Yeah, this was the yeah. first movie he really did. Yeah. But his style was almost like fully formed at that point, it seems like. Yeah. It's kind of cool to see that. Yeah, when you see the films like after this one, you can tell like, you know, you know, his style, you know, like Beetlejuice and um and all the other movies that he did. But he's yeah. he's got that style where you know it's Tim Burton. Absolutely. Yeah, Batman. Yeah, bad he wasn't crazy about his Batman stuff, but uh that's another <laughs> show. Yeah. Yeah, so um, we usually try to have someone go through the plot synopsis. Uh, Wayne, you want to take this? I was going to say, oh who God. better to do it than you? <laughs> yeah. Well, basically, the 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 the, uh, the whole the plot is just basically about Pee Wee, and he's got this bike that he loves, and you know he hides it secretly, and and you know behind this uh, uh, what do you call like a like a bush or whatever? I don't know what the hell that like a made up a garage <laughs> or whatever that is. And, uh, you know, this one of these annoying rich kid neighbors wants his bike for his birthday and uh, he ends up uh, stealing the bike. So the whole movie is about Pee Wee going to look for his bike that, you know, he so loves and, and cherishes. Yeah, I'd say that does it. Yeah. And actually, sure. I, I think the, the movie, I mean, Pee Wee is the star, but really I, the star of the actual movie might be the bike. <laughs> you know? yeah. You're not. Yeah, you're not wrong about that. That's definitely it is. <laughs> so yeah, um, he, I mean, he wrote it with Phil Hartman, right? And apparently, they didn't really know how to write screenplays, so they like read a book on it, and they followed it exactly. They like said, "We need a MacGuffin. We need act breaks at the thirty-minute mark, the sixty-minute mark." So it was very much like by the book screenwriting, but it worked really well. That's interesting because I kind of feel like hmm, I don't know. We'll we'll talk about it after. But also, apparently, this movie was like originally when it was being written, it was supposed to be like a remake of Pollyanna, which I've never seen before. Right. And, I've never seen um, that either. They gave everybody, I guess, like on set for whatever, like when they were on movie sets, they would give them bicycles to ride around so, that, so they could get from one place to another quickly. And he, the studio gave him a Schwinn, like a 1950 Schwinn or something. And then they decided that he loved the bike so much that he actually decided to change the whole plot of the movie and turn it into <laughs> this this bicycle movie, basically. Yeah, well, good for him because yeah, it works. Yeah, it's perfect. It, it, it's, I was reading some other stuff about this movie it was supposed to be like a parody of some kind of Italian movie called like uh, Bicycle Something. Uh, bicycle it. Thief. Yeah. Bicycle, yes, Bicycle Thief. Yep. Uh, but it was also written by um, Dottie, uh, E.G. Daly. Hmm. Uh, and um, Francis Mark uh, Holton and Diane Salinger, who plays uh, Simone. So they all ah. kind of like wrote this movie together. So I thought yeah. that was kind of interesting. And then uh, even Phil Hartman, he does make an appearance in this movie at the end. Yeah, at the end. Yeah. yeah. And actually, a little known thing. We'll, we'll, I'll tell you where it is uh, when when we get to that part of the, when we talk about it. But uh, Tim Burton is in this movie, right? Oh, yeah. really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah, see, it's funny because I wasn't a huge Pee Wee's Playhouse fan. I don't know if I've seen a single episode, never even knew Phil Hartman was a character him. on the show. Get, get out of here. I, <laughs> not, I don't know what it was, but I, I really like the movie. I think it's because it needs it needed Bert, um, Tim Burton and Danny Elfman for me to like get into it. Because otherwise it was a little sophomoric, but I love the movie. Wow. So, How old were you when you saw this? God, I must have been eight, seven or eight. I was going to say we were oh, like seven, yeah. eight years old. That's probably around the same age or whatever. 
which is funny because you know it was it came out so long you know earlier before that so i probably saw it around the same time and uh but i was a huge Wee herman fan and and i would always do his uh try to do his voice all the time i would annoy my parents with the voice and <laughs> do everything that he does on the show and i, I just everything was Wee herman it was it was yeah. either Def Leppard or Pee Wee Herman for me. <laughs> That's like, which is a weird combination. Yeah. <laughs> it's like whoa, like two completely sides of the spectrum. But hey, man, yeah. that's cool. No, I kind of liked the character, but for some reason, I just didn't watch the show. I couldn't tell you why. So I liked it. I watched it. So um, the movie starts off uh, with him in a bicycle race. He's in the Tour de France, and it's got this real epic music going. Um, that's as soon as I heard the the music, I was like, "This is this Definitely is epic." You know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh um, no, yeah. Yeah, it was his it was his first work also, and he right. talked about what a thrill it was to hear an orchestra uh, play his music for the first time. But um, then he wakes up, and uh, his house is like one of my favorite parts of the whole movie. I right. love his house. <laughs> I like. I would live there now. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. It's got all these contraptions and these Rube, Rube Goldberg esque machines that like make breakfast and feed the dog and everything's it's, oversized. It's almost like what Doc Brown's house must have been like when he was a child. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yes. It's like all these inventions. <laughs> yeah, it's, you're right. It's really reminiscent of that first scene when they do the pan over Doc right. Brown's house. Yeah. Um, and uh, he eats the Mr. T cereal, which is a real cereal. Oh my God, love I that. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, I used to love that cereal. Um, it was basically never- kicks with like in the shape of a T. I mean, it was not... Yeah. Remember kicks like the little round ones? It's just the same yeah. thing. I think it was I a little it. more sugary, but it was basically the same thing. Yeah, yeah there was just it was just T shapes. There was no variety. No, <laughs> but he, you know, I, it always bothered me that he pours cereal all over his bacon and eggs, and then I know eat any of it, and eats like two little spoonfuls. He's and like, he's done. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> yeah. okay, I'm done. No milk or anything. And right? all of that, like all that whole, I used to call it the breakfast mousetrap because it reminded me of the game mousetrap and you set everything up right. and just making his breakfast. <laughs> and there's like 15 pancakes stuck to the ceiling and he's got like, you know, all his eggs and everything else. And I'm like, he eats two bites of like Mr. T cereal. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> so annoying to me. Now, yeah. Did it bother you guys that there was a dog in this movie? I know, Adam, you didn't watch the TV show. So Tara, uh, he didn't have a dog in the TV show. So no. like, where did this dog come from all of a sudden? Are we supposed to like maybe separate ourselves from the TV show? It is. Yes. Yeah. So you know? basically what happened was that the movie came first. The, the show spawned from the movie. So oh, they got, okay. yeah. So the movie came first and then they got, he got the idea to do, cause he was like, oh, well this, you know, he, he wanted to be this character, do this character. So he decided to do the show. So it came oh, after, yeah. and it's like completely separate from this. Oh, see, I should have known that. that. Yeah. I didn't know that. Cause I also know he did like, um, like a, a show, like a, a theater show, like a stage. Yeah. A stage, stage show. And it was very mm-hmm. dirty. He wasn't, you know, a kid friendly. back No, then. it was not. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, the, the dog doesn't really have, there's a couple of gags with the dog, but other than that, it's not really a character in the, in right, the movie right. too much. Yeah. Right? Not really. That's why when I remember actually seeing the movie after, you know, cause I used to watch a TV show and then when, the, when I finally got to watch the movie, I'm like, where's this dog coming from? It, it's just <laughs> never made sense with me. Cause he yeah, never showed up in anything else ever again. Yeah. Completely separate. So I have to say, like, I never understood. I don't know if this is a thing. Maybe you guys can shed some light on it. I never understood why he puts the tape on his face. Yeah. He like pulls his nose back and he puts it all and then he pulls it off and he screams. I'm like, what was, what was the point of that? <laughs> I don't, well, like, why yeah. did you do that? Why is there scotch tape in the bathroom? Yeah. And then he stops, like he notices something on his face and then he starts using it. And as soon as he puts it on his hair, I'm like, oh no. Yeah. (laughs) This looks like a terrible idea. Why would you do that? 
Yeah. And then he's got the uh, fish tank in the uh, the window. Oh, the yeah. Window, yeah. Right. <laughs> and if you notice when he weighs himself, it says 98 pounds. I mean, right. he's a small man, but I don't, do you think he's 98 pounds? I don't think so. I mean, I that's know. really skinny. Bones. Yeah, I don't think he's that skinny. No, not at all. He probably has it set on that purposely so he doesn't look like he gains any weight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew Pee Wee was so vain? Well, how old is he supposed to be? Is he supposed to be a man child or is he yes. supposed to be a child? Yeah, He's not supposed to be a child. He's supposed to be a, a grown up, but like a man child. Exactly. He, okay. But he isn't supposed to be like a kid. No. What about his neighbor? Same. Same? They're supposed to be adults. I mean, okay. I don't know how old he was when he did the movie. I'm assuming like he was probably in his late 20s. Does that sound right? I mean, yeah, yeah I'm not really sure, but I think he's supposed to be his age. Like he isn't supposed to be playing a child. But yeah, Francis, I hate that bloated piece of crap. He's such Spoiler a jerk. Brat. I hate him. <laughs> but he's supposed to basically just be the same thing. Like he still lives with his parents and he gets whatever he wants and he's super rich and he's awful. But yeah. Anybody notice the uh, the fortune that he got? Oh, uh, yeah. Don't leave home today. Right. Don't le- yeah. I said, uh, yeah, don't leave the house today. Don't leave the house. Yeah. And then he just ignores it. He's like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. And I just should have never left because look what happened. Exactly. <laughs> Why would you buy like a fortune dispensing machine and not eat its advice? And then not listen to your fortunes. That's what I was thinking, too. Yeah, right. Um, so then, yeah, he gets his he gets his bike out of the back, which is behind a bunch of security codes. Mm. And um, he polishes it. And. Then he runs into Francis. Yeah, uh, it's 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 funny. The funny part though, on that thing where where the uh, the thing comes up and it reveals the bike, and he mm-hmm. goes, "I'm here," or yeah. "Good morning, I'm here." <laughs> I just I die laughing every time I hear him say that, and just look on his face like he's like a little child getting a bike on Christmas, and you know, it's just it's hilarious. Uh, yeah, he meets Francis, and just when you see him come up, you know there's going to be trouble. Mm-hmm. Like he just looks like a jerk. But Adam, I do want to say the front of his house has got all those like figures outside or whatever. Oh yeah. And I, the first thing that I saw, like, so Wayne, you probably wouldn't, you wouldn't know this unless you go to you've gone to Long Beach. But um, mm-hmm. you remember the yeah. house next to the diner that mm-hmm. I was literally when I saw that I was like, oh my god, I wonder if that's where those people got their inspiration from because <laughs> it literally it looks has, just like, like it. Yeah. I mean, same thing, like animals and figures everywhere in the front lawn. Where everybody, every time you walk by, you're just like, what is going on here? But <laughs> wow. it's like Pee Wee's house. I'm to look right. that one up because there's actually two houses by me there's a house uh they just got like random stuff out in the front but this other house uh it's all pirate stuff mm. i think something happened with the guy's child the, the kid was sick or something so to make the kid feel better he built all this pirate stuff in the front of the house it looks oh, really wow. cool i'll have to find a picture and show you guys hmm. wow that's yeah cool. i think of that too but even uh i used to go to my friend's house and his mother used to throw all these like um decorations out the front of the lawn I'm like this is like pb's playhouse over here What's yeah. going on? <laughs> He's got the wacky sprinklers, but those like really exist, right? That's not like yeah, a, they did back yeah. in the back then, yeah, yeah. And his neighbor apparently doesn't care that his house gets all wet either. I know he's so friendly. He's like, <laughs> I'm gonna, he's gonna, I'm gonna water my lawn. He's like, okay, and he closes the door and yeah. makes sure his windows are closed. <laughs> yeah, well, he gets warned. That's nice. Yeah, right? yeah. But I tell you, I, I wish I loved any of my possessions <laughs> as much as. Uh, Pee Wee loves his bike, you know. It's like you get something and you like it for a while, but then after a while, you want something that's shinier. But he just he loves that bike forever and probably everything in his house. So, yeah, yeah, very enviable. Yeah, well, so we see uh Francis and they do the whole I know you are, but what am I kind of thing, which is that was his kind of his signature back then. 
Yeah. It came, uh, the thing to say in the 80s. Yeah. I mean, I kind of want to bring it back right, <laughs> just yeah. to annoy everybody. Just just refreshing watching this movie again today. There's so many things I'd like, I would still probably say today. You know? <laughs> yeah. And I do just yeah. because it's just stuck in my head. It's like, I don't train, I don't make monkeys. I train them. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was a good one. I actually laughed out loud quite a few times. And there's one particular line. That is, I mean, I was laughing. So I mean, I had seen the movie a million times, so I wasn't worried. But I was like, I laughed for like five straight minutes because I couldn't even breathe. It's at the end of the movie. But um, okay, yeah, well, I'll, I'll tell you what it is when we get there. Um, and this movie, I don't know anyone else. Did this movie scare you guys at all when you were a kid? Like, it's it kind of scared me at some points. I mean, obviously the famous large Marge scene. So we all know that one. But, the, right. you know, the magic shop was creepy. Then like, I came out with a huge head. And yeah. I just felt like the movie was a little bit, Scary. The nightmare mm. scene in the hospital. In I the think. hospital. Yeah. Oh my god, yes. that was so the scary. Clowns. Yes. Yeah. 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 When the the clown got crazy after the you know the bike was gone or whatever, that was a little scary. And then, yeah, I guess with the the shrunken head and the giant head thing was kind of scary. Yeah, like just certain yeah. parts of it. I was like, I remember, I remember being like kind of fearful when I was a child. But I mean, I loved yeah. it. But it, it's it definitely scared me. Yeah. It scared, it scared my son when he watched. He's like, I don't like that part. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they, they wouldn't make it today. You know, we always right. have the discussion. They. They would not allow that level of fear and tension in, in a movie for aimed at kids today. For right. kids, you yeah. know. Yeah, probably not. So, yeah, he goes to the magic store and um, seems like he's, he's in with the owner and he's trying out all the props and some new props come in. Yeah. Well, when he, before he gets there, though, he wraps that bike around that car oh. <laughs> in the front with this chain. It just doesn't end. Yeah. <laughs> There is actually a, a version. I mean, I guess it depends if you watch it like Letterboxd, like how right. wide it is. Yes, yes, but yeah. years ago when I was watching this, on the very, very bottom, obviously yeah, you, see mistake, the you can yeah. see the chain coming out of the, like from the, out of the, the canister. Oh, so it's like on the ground bottom. because, yeah. yeah, 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 you can actually see, yeah, false bottom, yeah. exactly. And I was looking for it this time, but I couldn't see it on this, on this version. So, but I was always like, ah, <laughs> yeah, it's, he's because he's got this this thing on the side of his rear wheel. Like a saddle bag, it's, kind it's, of. Its only purpose is to house the chain to lock it up, I guess. Yeah, I guess yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. obviously, it's too much chain for that little thing, so you can see it coming off the ground. Yeah, and he ties it to that clown. Yeah, and he, that he, clown. Well, he ties a little bit to the clown, and most of it's on the bike. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> like that's not how this works. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he goes into the magic shop. And he gets three different items. He gets um, trick gum, yep, and uh, headlight headlamp, yep, goggles, yep. and then the, the bow tie, the boomerang bow tie, bow tie? Mm-hmm. Yeah. right. And he and uses all of them at some point, except for the bow tie. I don't think he, he did. That. It's in a deleted scene. Yeah. Oh, I was like, he used the gum. He used the headlights. I mean, the goggle things. But I was like, he never used the boomerang. So it is a deleted scene. Okay. It's it's annoying because things come in three and he gets three things and he uses two of them. And he like, uses the two third? of them. Yeah. Right, right, right. And it's probably the one I would have liked to have seen the most is the boomerang bow tie. Like, what would he use that for? Yeah, I'm kind of curious. That's annoying. Yeah. I wish I didn't know that, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe it's available, but I'm guessing it's during the back lot escape because he like that's when everything he starts using all the crazy stuff. Oh, yeah. All his, well, actually, that's not true because he used the yeah. trick gum earlier. He uses the trick gum on Francis and his dad. He uses the um, headlights when he gets dropped off when he's out uh, on the side of the road. Right. It's dark. Yeah. I still don't know what that trick gum did to the father because. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. I was like, <laughs> why did he's like, oh, like, I mean, it's a real overreaction if the gum tasted bad or whatever. Yeah. It was like as soon as he put it in his mouth, right? Because well, right, right, with Francis, right. he had to wait 
for the stuff to dribble it's out, but the father immediately was upset. Yeah. So it must have been hot, but uh, yeah, like you said, it's, oh, it's, maybe it's it was instant. spicy. Yeah, I, I think it was hot. That's probably maybe that's what it was, but it was very. I mean, I really never understood why he got so upset about it. He was yeah. really, really mad because he offers him two different flavors. Right, Spearmint right, right. or fruit. But well, he didn't buy two flavors in the magic shop. So right. no, he yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was weird. There's a lot of unexplained things in this movie. Like, you know, yeah. how did that happen? Where did that come from? Kind of thing. I guess they really wanted to keep it to 90 minutes. You know, I think right. back then kids' films are always 90 minutes. 90 minutes, yeah. 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 Um, so then he goes from the magic shop into he the bike checks shop. The, yeah, he, he checks, checks on the, the bike, bike. again. Right. It's still there. So we know it's it happens in this like five minute time frame of him being in Chuck's bikes. Right. And he runs into EJ Daly. Right. Yeah. Who has a, you know, curiously enough, a crush on him. Right. And he just treats her terribly. Yeah, he's, he's mean. <laughs> he's really mean to her. And he just, he gives her this whole line about how she doesn't want to date him. And she he's no good. And then he just <laughs> he's, laughs. He's a, right. a, a loner and a rebel. A loner, yeah. <laughs> and he comes out and his bike's gone. And all of a sudden now, like, you see the clowns is is no longer it's more happy. Menacing. Yeah, it's more yeah. menacing. Exactly. <laughs> Turns evil. And... and he's freaking out. I think he, he goes back into the bike shop and then faints. Yeah, yeah, he, he takes blows this, that horn. At his the, horn, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's got his Which, horn, and he was like, ah! He's, I think he just, like, screams Dottie, and then he passes out. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, and a lot of the music had, like, accents, beats on, that matched, like, action in the movie, mm-hmm. which I think is, is for, right. like, if it was done in a real movie, it would be too over the top, mm-hmm. you know? But in a kid's movie, like, in a style movie, I think it a- actually adds to it mm-hmm. that the music beats sometimes uh, match the action beats, you know? I like that. Yeah. Yeah, then after he fell, the cops came or whatever. And then um, then he's outside, like, looking at, at uh, like, in the windows and stuff. And he sees, like, the shadow of his bike go by. And he turns around, it's not there. And so, like, you know, this kid playing with a robot or a guy on a unicycle or something, you know. Everybody's oh, yeah. on a bike. Like, literally yeah. everyone. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the tandem bikes. Yeah. And I always wondered if that was really happening or if it just, he was just thinking that because he was missed his bike. You know what I mean? Because, I mean, guys right, were in yeah. business suits and he's riding a bike. It's like, it just seemed like just not this many people ride bikes. Right. On, you know, well, it's, any, almost, it's almost like, you know, when you, when you buy a new car and all of a sudden you see your car, everybody's driving your car. Everybody's driving, yeah. yeah. You're just paying attention more. <laughs> yeah. Right, exactly. Know? It always reminds me of that, that Simpsons one where Homer's waiting for a gun. And everything he, s- he sees looks like a target, including like Ned's face as he's walking by. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I think he just notices all the bikes. Yeah. Uh, and then he goes to the police station, but the police, I mean, they tell him like right away. They're like, we're not going to help you. No one cares. I mean, it's a bike, you know, I mean, it's right. it's true. He's he's obsessed with it, but it's not really a, a pressing police issue. You know, like we've all had, I'm sure we've all had bikes stolen in our lifetime. You know, it's the cops don't really care. Yeah. They're like, we got real, we got real shit to do. Like we're not going to, you know, yeah. Like uh, my friends have found more bikes than the cops have. Like, yeah. They've lost their bikes <laughs> yeah, yeah. and they've done the detective work and figured out. <laughs> It's not, it's not a priority. No, not at all. Especially in the 80s. I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> but the, the sergeant or the desk sergeant or whatever does say, retrace your steps or who do you think might would have wanted to steal it? And that's when he gets the and notion. And he remembers, like, oh, yeah. Maybe it's Francis. I mean, that's kind of funny that it took her to say that because literally just a few hours ago, he was saying, I, I want your bike, you know, yeah, and then right. it's gone. I would be like, I, the first person I would be like that fuck Francis. Yeah, right. <laughs> like that would be the first person that I would say, I don't know why it took a cop like the next day it's for him to be like, Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, that just shows you how upset and, uh, and uh, like I said, upset he was about his bike just being gone. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He was just so lost straight. in his own. Yeah. Couldn't think straight. 
<laughs> so um, he goes to Francis's house and he's got that butler who I, I'm assuming was a wrestler. I'm assuming. I, I like swear a, to yeah, I can't think of who, but it had to. Uh, yeah, I it mean, looks the, the, very familiar. He looks he looks so out of place. Yeah, right. <laughs> he's like he's <laughs> tremendous, <laughs> giant Pacific tone dude. Yeah. And um, he goes up into the the bathroom. He's like, "Oh, Francis is taking a bath. He's taking a bath in a like a pool. A <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> playing with boats. Yeah, yeah. He's like playing battleship." Yeah. And I was like, "Is this his bathtub? That's that's amazing." Yeah. And I don't know if when he knocked on the door, if you noticed, and I and I, I'm not sure if this is what he did or not. But when he knocked the second time, he knocked the same knocks that the music plays. The like, music was like, yeah, 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 that same one. He did. I love it. I love yeah. that. And I, and I love he, when he uh yeah, he knocked again, but it was a hand. The hand, yeah. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and then he's like, do 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 in the back. Yeah. I'm like, how did you even get in though? Like, yes, right. did you get in through a window? I don't understand. Yeah, and I can imagine he, this guy guy lives in like a castle or whatever. And how yeah. do you get up wherever this room is? <laughs> uh but yeah, so he, his dad says that Francis was home with him all day. Yeah. So it couldn't have been Francis. What does he do? Oh, he does he put together that 217 piece evidence show for his friends and neighbors so he has it like somewhere yeah in some basement it looks like i don't know a basement of the bike shop maybe i don't know i don't remember oh, yeah. but he's has yeah it's like a million pieces like exhibit q and he there everyone's just like oh my god like yeah <laughs> and it goes on forever and oh. there's nothing i mean there's not even the evidence isn't even evidence it's like this is a picture of me right 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 it's a picture of me without my bike like <laughs> Yeah. He's like Jupiter was in the sixth house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but before before that too, though, we did find out that Francis did take it, and then he had some uh, greaser looking guy, yeah, you know, yeah. hole oh. away or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So yeah. he did take it, but then he was like, "I don't want it anymore because it's too much of a big yeah, deal. too much, like, yeah, too much drama." Yeah. Pee Wee's uh, is coming after it too much, so right. just just get rid of it. He still yeah. has to pay for the th- the theft and now the disposal, but. The guy there, so the, yeah, the greaser takes it and he takes it somewhere unknown. So now, instead of the audience knowing where it is and Pee Wee not knowing, now neither the audience or Pee Wee knows where it is, which I, right. I like better. Mm-hmm. Right. And so he assembles everyone and goes through all this evidence, but no, everyone just, nobody really cares. Right. It's not that big a deal to anybody else. Yeah. And there's no clues. So what are you going to do? And amazing Larry thinks it's funny. Oh. <laughs> is this funny to you, Amazing Larry? <laughs> Who was that guy? I don't know. He looked very familiar, though. Neighborhood? Yeah. Uh, you mean like in real life? I don't know. No, I mean like in the movie. <laughs> just some rando, like. He was part of the magic shop, I think, because he was next to the magic shop guy, unless he was just some random guy. Oh, okay. I, oh, I mean, that neighborhood's kind of weird. They have a lot of, you know, there's a lot of characters. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Okay. Then he he's walking down the street in the rain, all sad. Right. In the back alley, yeah. 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 And it's the scene that um Tim Burton is in. He's the guy that's like, we don't care, like, you know, newcomers or whatever. He's like, we're oh. new to this turf. That's that's Tim Burton. Yeah. Okay. And he like snarls at them or something. He's like, right. he hisses. Yeah. He's like, yeah. oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and they, they scatter back to the shadows. And then he stumbles across that uh the psychic that uh, isn't very psychic at all. Madame Ruby. Madame mm-hmm. Ruby, she apparently does uh, tarot readings, palm readings, and income taxes. And income tax. <laughs> Do you look at the sign? It's like income. Okay. That's does she guess random. how much income you made this year? <laughs> she does it psychically, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. She's pretty awful. She's a little swindler. Yeah, yeah exactly. She's just a swindler. Well, she says $20 for some knowledge, or $10, $20, $50. And he, he gives her the wallet, but the wallet only has like 
Looks like, like four dollars. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> like crumpled up ones and change. <laughs> but she does notice the bike in the picture because all his pictures are the, of the bike. So he, right. she's like, "Oh, it's something about the bike." Yeah. He's like, "Where is it?" And she looks across the street. And is it was it a truck or was it the side of a building that said it was Alan, side of a building? Of a building. It said okay. Alan Mose, yeah, like towing or something. So, assumingly, that location doesn't ever change. So, does she tell everybody <laughs> everything's that in the Alan? basement of the Alamo? <laughs> <Probably>. <laughs> My son is missing, he's in the basement of the Alamo. <laughs> that would be really hilarious. If they just saw like the next person come in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, it would be funny too at the Alamo scene. Why does everybody keep missing their stuff at the Alamo? Right. Yeah. <laughs> he runs into other people like, oh, she told me my wallet was here. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I assume this, this takes place in California, I'm guessing. Yes. Right. Yeah. You know, California they, I and Texas, mm-hmm. I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. He goes to Texas, but yeah. his home, I think, is in California. I think I read somewhere that the map on the wall in that basement scene that he has when he's going through all the, all the evidence was a San Francisco map. Yeah, it definitely was supposed to take place in California. Okay. Like his home, you know. So now he's got to go to Texas. Yeah, so the psychic tells him it's in the Alamo in the basement. And he decides to hitchhike there. I mean, it becomes like a road movie, like a you know, road trip movie. Mm-hmm. But he's got money for a bus ticket because at some point he tells Dottie, I'll wire you money for a bus ticket if you send me one. Right. But he decides <laughs> not to take the bus to San Antonio and said hitchhike with a, a, a hobo stick <laughs> yeah it's like the little thing with the, the kerchief on the back of it yeah and he, yeah like i for some reason i don't know why but this always bugged me that he was so close to the road when he was doing it like he was standing right on the white line and then at one point he's lying down and he's right. actually in the road I'm like he's gonna right. get run over why yeah. is he, why do they make him do that yeah. i don't know why i mean i know it was like a set or whatever but it always that always bothered me yeah and he gets picked up first by was it the the prison escapee yeah. Mm-hmm. Mickey mm-hmm. yeah so that guy I love Mickey. <laughs> that guy has like top billing in the in, the, in credits oh really it's like, it's like Pee Wee Dottie Francis and that him. that guy and then yeah. like another heading where it's like other characters and then everybody right. else it's like that's weird maybe he's got like <laughs> just enough screen time where he's got to be. You know, uh, I don't know what it was, but it's weird. Yeah, I noticed uh, that too. uh, I mean, I looked up some things that he did, but I didn't, I mean, nothing that I would like really care about, you know, like, I don't know, but I loved him in that movie. I I absolutely loved his character. Yeah, he was cool. I liked him a lot. It was was funny what he went to prison for. Did he go to prison for that? Or is he just saying? he's just covering it up. Because Pee Wee is all like, la, 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 la. Like he's all like happy and like kind of doofy. And (laughs) I think he doesn't want to upset him. He's like, I took a knife tonight. Like, you know, those, you know, he kind of they rethinks it because this guy is like, oh, oh, right, right, really? Right. I thought he really that's really what they got him for. We don't know because yeah, ever since know. I was a kid, and this I just bought a bed like mm. a month ago, no, three weeks ago, and it's got tags on it. And I still, I forgot it was from this movie, but I still like when I right. take the tags off, I'm like, I shouldn't be doing this. And I don't remember why. <laughs> it's only for the retailer, it's not, yes, for it's people. only for the store. <laughs> it's, it actually says that now, it says like. It's this, so funny because yeah, we used to think that as a kid, mm-hmm. right. you know, as a kid, yeah. we were like, oh, God, you're going to go to jail if you do that. But it's, yeah. and it, because I it's from movie. this movie. Yeah, it is. It totally movie. is. It totally is. But yeah, <laughs> I guess we, we don't really know if he went to jail for that or if he was just saying that to, you know, lessen the shock. So <laughs> who knows? Either way, he was still wearing handcuffs, you know, and, he right. picked, and then but I thought it was funny. It was like he puts Stevie's hand on his on the steering wheel okay. and he could light a cigarette. But then he's all like, oh, like he can't drive. Like he's you know, never driven right, right. right, he's never mm. driven. But why does he throw the cigarette out? Yeah. Like once it's lit, just use one. I don't, 
You can't. It's you like smoke I can't, cigarettes. I can't, you yeah. can do both. <laughs> yeah. Was that he expecting him to, to dry, steer the car for the entire length of him? <laughs> That's what I was like, Why did you just toss that? That's so stupid. <laughs> and then another part of this, like I just have to say, because if you remember, like while they're before they get to the cops, like the road, the the uh, roadblock thing, whatever, mm-hmm. you see the bike on a truck. Oh, right. But yeah. Pee Wee yes. is looking at Mickey, and then Mickey starts laughing. Out of no, and no one said anything, but he starts to laugh, and it always made me wonder if he was like in on this somehow, like if he knew that he was, you know, I don't, I mean, how would he? But it's just a very odd timing where the bike is going past, the audience sees the bike, and Mickey starts laughing, and you're like, well, wait, does he know something? But did you ever yeah, notice that? No, nah, I don't. I've noticed that, but yeah, I don't, he. How would he know? He was in jail. He starts laughing and nothing. Right, that's what I'm saying. He just starts laughing. Like literally nothing happens. No, no one does anything. There's that. no reason. He just starts to laugh. He's like, ha, 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 ha. and we're like, <laughs> Pee Wee's looking at him and he's just like, the bike's going by. And I'm like, why does he probably, do that? Probably because he got away, you know, got away out of jail and, and he's got somebody to, you know, be with him now. So to talk to him. Yeah, that could be. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, then the, the truck goes off the an opposite way. The other way. Yeah. yeah. And, and then, then they get to the, uh, the roadblock thing. Oh yeah, the scene is and, hilarious. And, and almost yeah, he pulls out that costume. <laughs> he Where did like he a get woman. that sweater from? And the wig, like, what in the world is and going the, on? And the fake facial hair for the convict too. Right. Yeah, and and so fast. <laughs> I know. He's like, wait, I have an idea, and I'm like, and then what's what's really weird is that the cop and Mickey are both like eyeing him like he's hot as a right, woman. Right, right. <laughs> cop yeah. The like, cop tells him get out. Get out, get out of the car. I want to see your outfit. That cute little outfit. And then Mickey's all like smiling at it because he's like, Pee-wee's still in his wig and he's like, la, la, la. And then Mickey yeah. like looks over and he's like, all right, you look Mickey, good. Like- Mickey's <laughs> eyes definitely travel downward at one point. Yeah. <laughs> he definitely gives like totally. a little downward glance. I'm like, what are you looking at? I, I thought it was funny too when the cop hands him the picture of Mickey. And he's like, oh, I've seen better heads on boils. Boils. <laughs> <laughs> like, ah! <laughs> like, screams. And once they pass the, the roadblock, though, he takes off the facial hair and he undoes one of his buttons. Right, and right, part right. of his costume was the button, one the button. button. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. So then, um, I guess, they fall, Mickey starts getting tired and lets Pee Wee take over driving at nighttime and then he starts falling asleep and starts dozing and then all this the uh the roadside and start changing yeah. <laughs> like crazy like yeah. winding things yeah and, yeah and he's trying to drive and follow the signs and then falling <laughs> rocks yeah <laughs> and, then, and then he ends up falling off the cliff and then this the stupidest thing they use the top of the car as a parachute. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that would never work. Of course it's ridiculous, but it's pretty funny. It is funny. And the yeah. fact that Mickey doesn't wake up at first. I think that if I was falling off a cliff, I might that might, might jar know. me awake, you know? I don't know. But he does not wake up at all. And he's Pee-wee's screaming and Mickey's asleep and he's fall they're falling off a cliff and it's just it's just such a ridiculous I, scene. I had a rag top and at some point, even not going fast, like 25, 30 miles an hour, someone undid the one of the latches. And the thing and the mechanism just blew right off the car. Right, yeah. <laughs> to go get it, like, reattached. <laughs> like, the wind will catch it, but it will not. Right. <laughs> Don't use it as a parachute, folks, okay? No. That's basically the takeaway from this scene. Yeah. Don't do that. <laughs> Everything else in the movie is A-OK. <laughs> <laughs> just don't do that one. <laughs> so Mickey gets upset and decides... Their time together is finished, yeah. kicks them out, and then it turns into like an animation, right? Those right. Are yeah. eyes. 
Yeah, just the eyes. Yeah, the eyes. You see his eyes, and then he puts on the goggles that he got from the magic store. Yeah. Right, and then there's like animals everywhere. I like things that would not be in the California desert. Right, like, yeah. uh, in like uh, you know the jungle or something. It's like an elephant, yeah. a leopard. <laughs> <laughs> so, some are real, but there's like there's like a stuffed bear. Yeah, right. <laughs> and some are very obviously not real, and I think that right. was definitely done on purpose because it's just of silly. It right. Yeah. And then this is my my one of my favorite scenes. Yeah. Why don't you why don't you talk about what happens next? Um, all right. So this, I mean, this, this scene, <laughs> I used to watch over and over again. Like I had the tape and I used to rewind it and rewind it. And like, I was obsessed. <laughs> um, so this is when we meet large Marge. She comes driving down in a big, huge Mack truck mm-hmm. and he gets in and she doesn't say anything to him. She just starts telling the story. And mm-hmm. she's like, uh, it was 10 years ago on a night, just like tonight. And she's telling the story about the terrible accident. And he's just kind of looking and staring, you know, like freaked out because it's really weird. The woman is very strange. She compares it to a garbage truck falling off the Empire State Building. State Building, very strange, (laughs) like analogy. Like a big crash. So it's so like descriptive in the set. You know, why would you use that? Like, I would never think to describe something as a garbage truck falling off the Empire State Building, even yeah. if it was loud or, you know, I, I just wouldn't think of that. So I thought that it is very interesting. Right. It's not like a joke. It's just a really weird way to describe something. It, yeah, it, sure. It certainly well, because I guess maybe at the time, was that like the highest building? Yeah, I it probably was. Probably. Like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. So that could be why. But um, then she's, you know, she said when they finally pulled the body out of the re- the twisted something, whatever wreck, it looked like this. And she turns to him and her face her eyes pop out, and it's obviously like claymation. Right. But her hair stands up on end. Her her eyes pop out. Her tongue is like wet, wagging all over the place. And as like a seven or you know eight year old, that was sheer ter- like that was terrifying. It was yeah. really scary. But I couldn't get enough, so I would rewind it, and then I would play it again, and then I'd rewind <laughs> it, and I'd play it again, and I would try to memorize like that whole speech that she gives. I don't remember it anymore, but I did. Like at one point, oh, I knew okay. every word for word what she said. In that little speech, whatever. So yeah, looking at it now, it does not. It I, I thought it was much worse. Like it it does not look the way it looked in my brain from right. you know, no. childhood. You know, <laughs> certainly it was not. way scarier when I was a kid. But yeah, was this so? Was this your the start of your fascination with the macabre? Or, or? Uh, <laughs> you know what? It might have been. It's all Pee Wee's Big Adventure's fault. It might it might have been. I don't know. What about you, Wayne? Would you would you remember about this scene when you were a kid? Yeah, that that same thing. It, yeah, it, it scared me a little bit, I remember. But, you know, I loved watching it, so mm-hmm. I would continue to watch it. And then even to this day, like if I'm driving at night, I would start to recite this this little story. You know? <laughs> it was a night just like tonight. Wow. See, what, what always got me was when she walks into the diner, when he walks into the diner. Right, right. And they all know the story and she's dead. Right. That, that blew my mind. Right. As a kid, I was like, what? And then they got her plaque on the wall. <laughs> and that scene was a little scary, too. I mean, the diner is very dark and straight and ominous. You know, he mm-hmm. comes in. He's just like, large Marge sent me. I mean, because no, people don't usually say that when someone says, oh, tell, you know, say so-and-so. Say, tell him I sent you. Hey. He won't oh, usually yeah, do yeah. that. But he actually walks up and says, large Marge sent me. And then it's just <laughs> right. kind of like the record scratching. It's like, Rrr! and then everyone's like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, most time when people say like, "Oh, you're seeing so and so," say hi for me. I'm like, "Yeah, no problem." I never do it. Right. You know, right. I, I almost never this. do. Yeah. I just forget. You know, it's not because I'm being a jerk. It just I forget. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, that's the first thing he does when he gets into. He's just like, "Large Marge sent me." Like, yeah. as he walks <laughs> in the door. And uh, that truck stop guy, he was actually the janitor in uh, Beetlejuice. 
Oh. Yeah, okay. I was like, why does his face look familiar? He also, I don't know if you noticed, he was wearing a Band-Aid on the side of his face. I did see that. Oh, did you notice that? Yeah, I, I was like, gear. that's odd. I yeah. wonder if he really had, a, I guess he really did have a cut, and they were just like, eh, leave it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was weird because he had a Band-Aid. But that, I was like, he's such a distinctive-looking guy. Right. And I'm like, they, I knew that I realized he was somebody. But yes, you're right. He was the one that was cleaning up, like, the afterlife hallway that was all weird. Right, right. right. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. So he eats the diner, and everyone's staring at him. At this point, I think he's in Texas already. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh I mean, no, no, because um, is this where he I can't think... afford his meal and he has to clean? He has right. to do the dishes. This is where he, he meets Simone. Yeah. Okay. Who he does not treat terribly for some reason. <laughs> he treats her <laughs> just fine. Poor Dottie. Yeah, that's one thing that really never got explained. Like, what the hell was Dottie and Pee Wee's thing? Like, why did was he so against her? I don't know. You know? Because you could say, like, oh, he doesn't like women, but he was fine right. talking, having deep conversation with Simone, watching the sunrise. I think he yeah. just, but he never shows real, like, romantic interest in any in a woman, you know? I don't know if it's, like, what, if they don't, have, I don't I think they ever talk about, well, actually. He did. In but... the newest one, Pee Wee's Big Holiday or something, like, the one that came out, like, three or four, like, three years ago. Yeah. They sort of hinted the fact that Pee Wee's character is gay, kind of. Oh, okay. Because he's attracted to... I mean, how could you not be Joe Manganiello or whatever his name is? Manga what? See, I didn't Super- get that from that. I just so, thought did that you he see was. It? Uh, I saw. They, yeah, it was terrible. I, uh, I loved it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> is this one of your true? Uh, he's from True. He was in True Blood. True Blood. He was like guys. Yeah, yeah. he was a uh, Alcide. Because I can't remember his last name. I'm just whatever. He's hot. That's all I know. <laughs> I liked it when I first watched it, but then when I I watched it back with my son, it wasn't as funny. The, like the second time was the newest one. The newest one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, and then also in Big Top Pee Wee, he mm-hmm. was actually had a girlfriend. He had two girlfriends in Big Top. Pee-wee. Oh, that's right. He actually did have a girlfriend. Yeah. I mean, leave. I mean, leave him. Leave him as non-specific. You know. I mean, leave him yeah. uninterested. I think that's the best. Right. Right. Yeah. I think. Yeah. So, that's. A, I mean, that's what I always thought. He just wasn't into girl. He wasn't into anybody. He was just. He's into his bike. Right. He just wanted to be himself. Really, he, was yeah, like he, he was a loner and a rebel. And he was a loner and a rebel. He even said it. Because he has, he has like the mentality of a twelve-year-old, right? Yeah. So that's true. So he 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 washes enough dishes to pay off his tuna and milkshake, which it's tuna milk, uh, yeah. tuna platter <laughs> yes. and milkshake. What a combination! Right. Yeah. Then he goes to the dinosaur park. I yeah, I want to go there. Where, I was, I, I always wondered if there was a real place that that was like this, yeah. where you could climb it into is. the mouth. I don't. I mean, I guess you can, but it is a real place. It's in California. And I don't know exactly where, but it's in California and it's a real place because I looked it up because I've always wanted to go. And you could sit in the mouth. I guess so. Wow. I don't know. That I always wanted to go there too when I was a kid. I just assumed it didn't exist. Yeah, no, it's real. Actually, I think Tim Burton saw that and he knew that it was going to be in one of his movies because he was like, this is so cool. And then he ended up using it for that. But he had seen it and it was like in his brain, like that. that's what he wanted. He wanted to film something there. I wonder if it's still there. I'm going to look that up. Yeah, it's got to be. It's so cool. Yeah, it was really cool. Like sitting on the tongue. The tongue was like the chair. Yeah. And then they had like the teeth, looking through the teeth. It was very cool. So there's a joke that happens here that I honestly have never gotten until today. <laughs> but <Yeah. laughs> but he's like, everyone's got a big butt. Today was the first time I actually understood what that meant. And it still took me about five seconds. He's like, let's talk about your big butt. <laughs> And then that guy's listening in, like, what the hell's going on here? Yeah, yeah. But I had no idea what he was talking about for, for so many years. Like, why yeah. is he bringing up butts? You know? 
Yeah, so he said was, it in such a clever way. Yeah, right? I've, I finally got it. I've, you know, <laughs> <laughs> um, but there, yeah, her her big burly boyfriend is listening out of context. Who looks like uh, Brutus from the uh, Popeye to Sailor Man? Yes, uh, that is what does. I thought too. I always thought he looked like Brut- Bluto. Is it Bluto? Bl- or Bluto? Yeah, something yeah, like that. Yeah. And he is gigantic. I mean, that man is, when he stands up in that one scene where he's at the window and then he stands oh, up. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm like, how? I had to look at, he's seven, eight. Oh, yeah. my God. Really? really? Wow. He was yeah, a wrestler. He was apparently. a wrestler. Yeah. Yeah, he, he was, was a wrestler. Yeah. But like, how does he? I mean, that's crazy. He is the hugest per. I'm like, I I was so shocked because you, you don't for some reason when he's chasing him around in the dinosaur park, I don't know why. Maybe it's the camera angle you don't see that. Mm-hmm. But yeah. when he stands up and he's in the window, I'm like, oh my god, right, yeah, <laughs> a gargantuan man. When they're in San Antonio at the bus station, I feel the same thing. When he stands up, I'm like, is that really how big he is? Oh my god, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like he grabs yeah. a bone, like a, yeah. I don't know what it's made of, but. <laughs> chases it around trying to hit him and then finally breaks it over his knee oh okay so this is when he jumps on the train right right, right okay right. oh yeah 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 but simone tells Wee that she wants to go to paris and she's speaking french mm-hmm. a little bit right she says yeah. she knows how to say like au revoir she says i have a hard time with goodbyes in french and so then, i say au revoir so i say au revoir, yeah. au revoir means goodbye right mm-hmm. yeah okay yeah then he jumps on a freight train and runs into a real hobo. Yeah. Actually, before he gets to the hobo, though, he has he has a dream. Oh yeah, he about has a dream. the uh, yeah the dinosaur eating his bike. Mm-hmm. This is where the, the first like dreams start to come in. Oh okay. Those, uh, the, the animation uh, that animated um, uh, dinosaur or whatever. Right. The dinosaur starts eating the bike, but I thought that animation was like so cool. Like this is the second time we've seen animation in this movie, like with the large margin, and now this. And uh, I, I love that animation stuff, you know, that uh, the stop motion. Yeah, was that one that was claymation type? Uh... Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It was more like a claymation, not like cartoon. Looking. Yeah, no, yeah. No. Yeah. It was more like the Evil Dead type uh, claymation type stuff. And I mean, I thought it was pretty good for 85, you know? I mean, oh, yeah. it, it was actually, it's it still stands up, I think. It, it serves its purpose for a child's imagination, for sure. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Um, which I think is... All we really need to do, you know, there's no reason to go over the top, but um, yeah, I remember that now. He, he and it's, it's and it fits right, he's he's worried about his bike and his subconscious is yeah, he just um, came from the dinosaurs, exactly. Yeah, so if it all fits, yeah, and then he wakes up and next to that, uh, the hobo, which is funny because you know, you think Pee Wee Herman's annoying sometimes, right? Yeah, but this guy could. He's more annoying. You know, yeah. He just wants to sing the whole entire time. He made him jump out of a train. That's how right. annoying he is. There's several times where Pee Wee Herman gets irritated with other people, and it's hilarious because he has no oh patience for anybody. Yeah. He's like, he has like uh, five seconds. He just wants to get yeah. out of there. He's like got ADD or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But he like, exactly. Like, it sounds like a fun thing to like ride a train with a hobo and sing hobo songs. Yeah. Like, hobo old. songs <laughs> and eating sardines yeah, hobo songs <laughs> eating sardines sardines are good i love oh. sardines actually <laughs> he gets so frustrated with his singing because the, the guy just keeps getting louder and louder yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. and then he starts spitting in his mouth and his face and everything <laughs> <laughs> i can imagine what his breath smells like from the I, was, that's what I was like when he gets really close to him like he must really stink like this, yeah. i might jump off the train too i don't know <laughs> 
So he jumps off the train, but at this point now, I think he's, this is where he sees the sign that says you're now entering San Antonio. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So he's, he's in the city limits of San Antonio, which has the Alamo in it. And so he gets super excited and he runs to the Alamo tour. And I, I don't know. I always liked the tour guide. I know like she's supposed to be annoying, right, but I would right. have liked to have been on that tour. She seems super <laughs> friendly. She seemed friendly, but she was definitely a lot. The typical down south. Uh, like, yeah, that was know. super Very like, positive and being nice, overly nice. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I mean, did you did you know uh, she ad libbed that whole thing? Apparently, what really? Oh, did she? Yeah, that was not in the script. Wow, that's yeah. pretty cool. That was good. That I mean, crazy. it was it was very good. It was very fitting, and she did a good job of that whole thing. Well, it surprised yeah. me that like it looked like it was all Texans and Mexicans in the tour. In the tour, right, right, right. Yeah. They, should, they should know about the Alamo. Yeah, <laughs> you would think so. you would expect it to be all foreigners or something, right. you know. And you would think they would know how to say Adobe. Yeah, they all looked like, like it was the first time me. they said it. Adobe. <laughs> the, but the kid, the guy in the hat. Well, there's two guys. Oh in the, hat, but the one guy, you know who I'm talking about. The, the one guy, guy in the hat. He's just so enthusiastic. I, I yeah, can't yeah, even yeah. look at his face. He's like push. He's like right. nugging up against Pee Wee because he's so excited about it. <laughs> oh my god, I can't with him. He's he's hilarious. <laughs> and the the one line I don't think I ever I ever caught until today was she names like three or four ways of preparing corn. She's like, you can dry it. You can cream it, and it can be prepared in a thousand other ways, which I'll tell you about right now. <laughs> so, she's like naming a thousand different ways of making corn. And meanwhile, you'll see Pee Wee in the background, very annoyed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just wants like, to get, just to, the to, get to the basement. That's yeah. all he cares about. Yeah. yeah. So again, he gets super annoyed, and he can't doesn't have patience. Right. So he asks the tour guide because I think the tour is over. Right. He's like, "When are we going to see the basement?" Right. And then uh, everyone laughs at him. Because there is no basement. Which is not that funny to think, you know, <laughs> I don't know why everybody laughs at him. Right. But yeah. Maybe uh, maybe there's not a lot of basements in Texas. I'm not, I'm not sure. I don't know. I, don't I know, know some areas don't have basements. I don't know, but he seems upset that they didn't teach that piece of information in school. Right. Yeah. <laughs> He's like things <laughs> why, that you just don't learn you? in school. <laughs> so then he calls Dottie. He's starting to tell, he's starting to apologize to Dottie. And she thinks that he's going to finally accept her date of going to a drive-in. But he doesn't. Mm-hmm. Right. right. Yeah. He's like, he, just, he, he pretends to just uh, like, yeah. <laughs> he just wants her to, you know, continue looking for her bike, uh, his bike when he gets and back. And then send him a bus ticket to right. go back. Right. I'm like, you're right. a jerk, Pee Wee. Like, <laughs> this poor girl just wants to go <laughs> driving with you. You're literally asking her for a whole bunch of favors and not giving her anything in return. Yeah. Well, he's, she's enough. like, well, I'll send you a bus ticket. And rather than pay me back, you could take me to the drive in. And that's what he's like, oh, what? I can't hear you. You're breaking <laughs> up. I felt a little bad for his dog, too, because apparently he just left the dog. Yeah, the dog was not happy about it. <laughs> the dog he was not, not happy. The dog and gave the, it to him pretty, yeah. pretty bad. And he also met back up with uh, Simone in this uh, part too, and she was actually going to Paris. Mm-hmm. Yeah, was she taking a bus to Paris? Was that that's what I said? <laughs> no, if you heard the thing, she was going to uh, New York to get the flight to, to Paris. Flight. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. that's funny because I was thinking the same thing. I was like, "Where is she? Was she going?" Yeah, to Paris, I thought so Texas? too. Like, you can't get there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, I had it in my notes. Like, rewind back to fifty-five minutes to see if she was taking a bus to Paris, but I never did. Yeah. <laughs> And the other funny thing was he was on the phone with daddy. He's like, she's like, uh, you know, prove it that you're in Texas. I love it. And, oh, then, he's, yeah. and, and then he screams the stars at night. And they, they finished the rest of it with the big and bright. I actually, the, the Texas, Texas jokes are pretty funny. They actually do that. Like It's pretty funny. <laughs> they actually do that, Wayne? They actually do do that. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Did you, tr- you've tried it like when you were there? <laughs> my my, grand- my grandfather used to tell me that because I have uh, like relatives like uh, in, in Texas. So. 
they know a lot of, I always used to hear stories about Texas. Mm-hmm. So that was one thing when I, when I saw this movie when I was younger, I was like, oh, that's, I, I've known that for my grandparents, you know? <laughs> so it must be something that they do. I, I apparently, I don't know. Yeah. I've been to San Antonio. I went, to, I went on the Alamo, Alamo tour last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's small. It's really small compared to the buildings oh, yeah. around it, you know? Oh, did you notice the other thing too? Dottie calls him PP instead of Pee Wee. No. I, yes. Yeah. She did. I was like, cause she's got a little bit of a speech impediment kind of. Right, and she right. talks a little bit, you yeah. know, strange. So I was wondering if that was an accident or if yeah. she, cause it's when he, after he wakes up when he passes out in the, in the bike store. Right. I, well, I noticed it then she's like, I, and yeah, I was like, did she times. just say pee pee? Yeah. Like, and I was like, maybe she just, maybe she's just the way she says it. Is that a pet name? I, I, don't I don't know. know. I mean, I, maybe it's just the way she talks. Cause she does talk a little, like, I don't know. I'm not sure, but like her, some of her letters are not like the way she says them. So yeah, maybe yeah, it's, yeah. I don't know. Maybe it was just the way she says it, but I thought the same thing. I was like, she was like, pee pee. <laughs> <laughs> and they just left it in there. Yeah, yeah I guess so. Does he take the bus? No, because yeah. he, he gets chased around by uh, Simone's boyfriend. Yeah, he goes to get the right. ticket. She and, gets uh, on the bus. Yeah, and then he's and he's there, and then this is um this, like the I think the Texas jokes are really funny. Like the stars at night thing is funny, and then yeah. when he's on the he does the bull riding, right? right? Oh, yeah, it's right. like yeah, he's he, trying to hide from Andy because Andy's going to kill him, right. and he goes and he goes wanders into this like bull riding area, and he he's all dressed up, and they're like, "All right, you're up," and they grab him, they put him on the bull, <laughs> and he's he's on there for like ten seconds, like breaking all kinds of records. <laughs> Finally, he gets thrown off. And then when he, he's like, I can't remember anything. And then he's like, what do you remember? He's like, I remember the Alamo. And they're yeah. like, yee <laughs> <laughs> That cracked me up. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I got that as a kid either. <laughs> no, I didn't get yeah, it either. No, but I was, when I was older and I saw it, I was like, that is funny. Like, those, the jokes were good. There was some good jokes in there. Yeah, then uh, poor Andy got chased by the bull because he was wearing a red shirt. Yeah, he was yes. wearing a red shirt. So um, we are. So he's members of the Alamo, and then what? What happens now? Is this the bar scene? I think this is the biker scene. The yeah, biker bar, the yeah. He, he, yeah. He needs a phone, and he's trying to call. I don't know. He calls the operator, but we don't actually know who he's trying to call. I don't think because right, he doesn't right. say, and he never makes the call. Okay. Because he's like, I can't. And that's when he's like, I can't hear you. And he's like, I'm trying to use the phone, and everyone's just like, <laughs> Oh hell, no, you did not. <laughs> yeah. And I thought all those bikers looked familiar, but I didn't know any of them. Although the woman was Elvira, Elvira yeah. yeah, right, yeah. But you can can't tell without her uh, wig, and her makeup. wig, and the makeup. She, I looked totally right. different because I knew that it was her when I was reading about it, and and I was like, oh, I'm like, that's her. Okay, yes. you never really know. And the, and the bikers gang was called Satan's Helpers. Satan's Helpers. <laughs> Satan's <laughs> it's like helpers. Santa's Helpers. Oh. <laughs> I love it. And then they. Yeah, they want to. Uh, then he, they, well, they they actually let him go. I think at first at, they at let first him go at first. Will. Yep, they let him go. But then all of a sudden, he just taps into one of the bikes, and knocks them all down. Mm, and then the look right. on his face is like so priceless because he know he fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> it's like you know, oh man. And then they're just like, nope. Yep. And they have all these different ways that they're gonna they're gonna kill him. But they're gonna he's kill like, him. They're gonna tattoo him. They're gonna hang him. And, yeah. <laughs> We're gonna stomp him, and then we tattoo him, yeah. <laughs> and then we hang him, then we kill him. <laughs> so I have to be honest; I wasn't a big fan of the tequila dance because I didn't understand why he did it or why it won them over, or if it was a stick that he was maybe it was like a Pee Wee Herman stick that I just wasn't aware of, or was it, it just, just for this movie? It just came out of nowhere. It's just something to something silly. It's something silly, but hey, I used to dance. I used to do this dance when I was younger. 
Yeah. yeah, I think a lot of people, you know, did the little like pointing. <laughs> yeah, of course. But it was funny when he grabs the shoes from the the the, um, the dishwasher guy, whatever he was. <laughs> he takes like, he takes them off, and he's like, like four tiny. feet tall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, the dance is very weird. But hey, it distracted the uh, the Satan's helpers, and they they became friends. You know, they I feel friends. like they cared more about him smashing the beer bottles. That's right. what like that's, won them that's, over. That's it was like it. yeah, like he wins yeah. them over because they're like he's making he's being destructive. He's like oh like fuck this thing, and he's like throwing them on the ground. So they're like, yeah, that's so cool. Right. But I have a I have a confession to make. I actually, Adam, I don't know if you remember this. I had those shoes when I was like around 19. What? <laughs> you remember that? No. Did I had you wear a them? pair of white, yeah, they were platform white like loafer shoes. And they were, I mean, the platforms, they were literally everybody was, I used to call them Pee Wee Herman shoes. Yeah. I bought them at the the um the little boutique I used to work at when I was like 18, 19, and I loved them. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, were you living at home or were you at college? No, I was I was going through this when I was at going to um, Nassau. I don't remember that. I remember I remember that being a very big uh shoe back then. No, it was huge. Those. I had a yeah. pair of them and they were white and they were big, huge platforms, and everyone called my Pee Wee Herman shoes. And, but yes, I had a pair of those. <laughs> I don't remember this at all. Yeah. And you actually wore them outside the house. All the time. <laughs> I love them. <laughs> how, how how much height did it give you? Oh, they were like at least three inch platforms. Really? But like they were both like the heel, you know, had it wasn't like a heel. It was like yeah. front and the and mm-hmm. the heel were both like at least three inches. They were tremendous. And they were fat like wooden like like wood platforms they were i mean it's very odd i don't know why i had them i don't mean i i like them at the time yeah no it's cool i wish you still had them i do too i don't know where they what happened to them i probably got rid of them when i realized how ugly they were oh, <laughs> but, <laughs> everything ugly becomes fashionable again it's you know? true all right so where do we leave off we left off at shoes he's oh <laughs> his platforms yeah yeah he's, he's, yeah he's did the tequila dance he won the bikers over and then they're friends and apparently one of them gives him a bike. Gives him a bike. Like a whole bike. Like, <laughs> like an actual motorcycle. Like he's like, yeah, go ahead. He starts it up and you think, all right, I guess he knows how to ride a motorcycle. Yeah, I was like, and wow. Right down. <laughs> two seconds right later, through the no. sign and yeah. down. <laughs> and then they take him to the hospital. But it's cute. Like the whole, like when he's in the ambulance, like there's like a motorcade yeah, they of like all oh, the bikers. Yeah. It's very sweet. I was like, oh, they like his, yeah. They scored him. That's like, really they cool. They like him. Yeah. And, and this is where he has that dream. dream. Yeah, and this the is the, this the uh, scary one. And the one with the the scary clowns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is very Tim Burton. Yes, very, exactly. Yeah. And then uh, also Francis makes an appearance in this too. He's actually the devil. The devil. And he's yeah. uh, they're dropping the bike into like a little cauldron thing or whatever. And these are these are um, fire on the bike, like a blowtorch and a saw. Right. Yep. And uh, they're treating it like it's a, a person that they're right. you know mutilating. Very off-putting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but the funny thing is, uh, he, when he finally wakes up, he looks on the TV. The TV's on, and uh, he sees his bike on the TV. And some get, some kid in Hollywood making a movie is talking about it on on the news channel. Mm-hmm. So then he uh, jumps out of bed and heads to Hollywood. That's uh, Wayne from the Wayne yeah. from the Wonder Years. Wonder yeah. Years, yeah, that little bastard. <laughs> <laughs> he was Which he is a shit. bastard in this movie too. He really is. He's awful. He's just—he's got that face. Like you just want to punch him in the face. You know? <laughs> it's my punchable face. Yeah, and he plays that uh, character very well. But see, this is where the movie starts to fall off a little bit for me. Like I love the movie up until he's goes to Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Really? Because. It doesn't make any sense. And I understand that the movie doesn't make sense. How does it not make sense? Like, why did the bike end up there? And then it was donated. 
but like where did it come like what do you like how it's just yeah. it was on a truck and now it's like all of a sudden it's it's in hollywood and the kid is going to donate it but it was but it was not part of the movie it was like in the movie i don't think it was really going to be donated was it it was part of the movie they were making part of the movie they were making but like where did it come from they just like found it i mean it's a cool bike so i get like i get it and then they want to make a movie about his life. It's just, it sort of became a little, I was like, I, I don't know. I'd, I'd love the ending of this movie. I think because it like just, it ended, you know, like it, it didn't need to be well, like a part two. You know? No, like, I just, mean, I like the very, very end, but like when mm-hmm. they're all watching the movie, but the like the whole and the chase scene is like forever. <laughs> oh <my laughs> God. We'll get into that. But yeah, I don't know. I, just, I didn't love this part. He, he sneaks onto the back lot um, in Milton Burrow's ensemble. I could not think of that guy's name. Yes. Yeah, Milton Burrow's telling a dirty joke. The guy's like, the guy's dirtier than anybody. Yeah. <laughs> anybody who exists today, Milton Burrow is way dirtier. Yeah, these kids have these kids today have no idea. Yeah, <laughs> they they really don't. So then he sneaks into the back lot and he dresses up as a nun for the scene. Yeah. Where the the nun and the kid are arguing in the movie about who's going to keep the bike. He's like, I don't need the bike anymore. I just got parents. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to give, sister. Yeah. And then Pee Wee's sitting there all annoyed. (laughs) And And he's like, great, I'm going to go start a paper route right now. (laughs) And he takes the bike off the lot. And then the chase, like like the 40-minute chase scene. Oh, my God. I know it's not really, but. It's it's so freaking hilarious, though. It's No, it's funny. It's definitely funny. funny. It really goes on and on. You don't like the the Godzilla movie that he drives through? (laughs) No, I love all of it. I love all the different sets. And it's really funny. I mean, there's explosions. And people are, like, jumping and flying everywhere. It's it's just so. <laughs> So friggin' epic! It's so epic. It is because you find out the bike. There's all these cool things. Like when one of the security guard goes to like grab his handle, the handle, chasing, oh, yeah. handle, <laughs> the handle falls out, and then another one pops out, and he's good to go. He's got like oil slick, oh, like, yeah. you know, capabilities. <laughs> and, and then the the smoke and everything, and then uh, you know, towards the end there, it you know flies. Apparently, you know, <laughs> he's being chased by uh, Santa and right. Godzilla, Godzilla in a sleigh. Yeah. As well as a speedboat, like it's just a really weird yeah. chase. It's funny though, because I don't know if you guys ever saw. Um, well, because the first thing he goes, the first movie lot that he goes through is a uh, a beach movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I don't know if you ever saw. It was like an, Annie and um, Frankie and Annette. Okay, I've never seen Frankie it. Avalon. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They used to do like all these different beach movies. Well, there was one like Bingo and all that. Yeah, something yeah. like that. And then um, there was one movie where Pee Wee Herman was in a beach movie with them. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, and that's the only reason why I wanted to watch that movie. That's cute because oh. he was going to be in it, and he was in it for like maybe two seconds, so it was kind of stupid. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but there was a whole genre of beach movies. Right. So that's what kind of remained, you know, I'm like kind of put that together. Like maybe that's, you know, how he got into that movie or whatever. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Um, but so then, yeah, one of the cops jumps into the boat that was on that scene. Then they go uh, into a Christmas uh, movie and, and where they get Santa Claus. And, the, and then the, the boat gets a, attached to uh, Santa's sleigh. And then they drag that onto it like a Godzilla movie. <laughs> I was going to say, the boat thing always annoyed me. I'm like, that's not how boats work. <laughs> boats don't, don't just go on the land like that. Like, you have to, it needs to be water involved. Well, but it, was, it was a prop. So it, had, it probably had, it was like a boat right, to over a, a car, you know? Yeah. <laughs> 
Maybe, I guess so. <laughs> but, you know, my, my favorite part is when they finally got to uh, Twisted Sister. They're in the, the, oh, yeah. the, the lot making their, their uh, video that doesn't exist, by the way, for the song uh, Burning Hill. Burning Hill. It's not a real song, is it? <laughs> no, it is. It's a real song. Oh, is it? It is a yeah, real song? They just don't have a video for it. Yeah. Another song that they would never do for a kid's movie. Like, oh, he's going right. to drive to Twisted Sister singing Burning Hell. Burning, yeah. You're going to burn in hell. <laughs> But uh, yeah, he, he flies past him. He says hi to them, whatever. Then the, the <laughs> boat and the Santa and the Godzilla crash into the car. And then, he puts uh, up. Uh, he puts up. What are they? What are they called? Uh, those matte paintings. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, the Muriel. backgrounds. Huh? Muriel. Uh, Mur- uh, Mur- Mural. Yes, thank you. Mural. <laughs> Mural. Mural. But there's. A, I think there's a specific name when they're in the backdrop of a movie or something like that. But he puts it up and it looks. It's like the Roadrunner. Like yep. You know where they they crash through. It looks like it's, the road keeps going, but it's just a painting. But it's a yeah, painting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And he launches himself into like another neighborhood or something. Right. Yeah. All of a sudden, he's like he's he's home free. You know, he's good. And not like no one's chasing him anymore. And he comes across. The scene is so random. I love Very it. Very random. It's so yes. random. He's just, it's just like, we did not need this scene at all. But no. I mean, I, I really do like it. It's very funny, but it's like, what the fuck? And then he's a pet, as a pet store on fire. Right. And oh, he's like, oh, yeah. I, I gotta save the animals. It's right. like, you forget because it's like, this doesn't make any, this has nothing to do with the plot. It's nothing to do with anything. It's just really weird. And I'm like, I was thinking, I'm like, this is a very strange pet shop. They have ducks, they have chimps. But there's no cats. Right. <laughs> it's like, there's not a cat to be found, but you can get a monkey. I'm like, all right. Snakes. Yeah. Well, there's Hollywood. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I, I'm yeah. going to tell you, going for the chimpanzee first was smart. He was He's like, like, you can help me. He helps you out. can help me. Yeah. He's like, you yeah. can help me out. And then, like, I mean, it's very funny because every time he passes the snakes, he's like, Ugh! like he just doesn't want to yeah. do it, but he has to because he loves animals and he's just like, Fine, and he comes out screaming <laughs> with a hand to fistfuls of snakes. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> like passes out. I couldn't. I could not even touch those. The other, the other day, I don't know if you guys saw my post. I had a snake in my yard. Oh yeah. No. Freaked, freaked me out so much, man. Oh, what did you do? Did you, what'd you do with it? I he slithered under the. There was like a hole, like where my patio is. There's like a. He must have dug a hole or some other like mole or or whatever dug a hole in there, and he just slid under it. Yeah, scared wow. the hell out of me though because I was weed whacking <laughs> and I hit him with the weed whacker. I'm like, oh crap, he's gonna get pissed off. <laughs> it's gonna get me. Yeah, wow. Well, uh, he hit under the chair for a few minutes and then he kind of like slithered away. But uh, it was crazy. So they they finally do catch up to him though after all the chaos he caused on the movie set. Yeah, right? well, he gets he gets yeah. right because the guy one cop is with firefighter is like this boy's a hero and he's like this boy's under arrest. <laughs> so yeah, he, he he comes out with the snakes at the last trip and he faints and then they arrest him. And they bring him to the head of the studio. And he thinks he's going to get in trouble for all the chaos he caused at the studio lot. But they say, no, we want to turn this adventure into a movie. Which that, see, yeah, it just doesn't really make any sense. Like, it's just weird. You know, they're like, oh, we want to make a movie. And then there's like, jo- not Josh Brolin, his dad. Uh, James, James. James Brolin. Brolin. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, and yeah. Morgan Fairchild. It's, yeah. just, it's very strange. I loved it. I loved the movie within the movie. It, no, it was great because I like the way that he's, you know, they're like attractive, you know, these attractive people and yeah, it's very serious. Oh, that was, that's, I have to yeah. remember, I have to remember to ask this, but like, it's all kind of serious, but it's also him. He's like PW instead of Pee Wee. Right. And then he likes, at one point he's like, I know you are. But what am I? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, this is so stupid. And the, the bike is is like a high tech like kit from Night Rider type yeah, motorcycle. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's like a motorcycle, yeah. yeah. Um, and it gets now, chased by ninjas. So <laughs> in this scene, 
Do you think that the presidents of the United States of America were influenced by that scene? Because in that, so in the video for Peaches, aren't they sitting there and all of a sudden ninjas start dropping from the trees? Yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh my God, this reminds me of that video. And so I don't know. I was like, yeah. I don't know if it was, you know, maybe they, they were influenced by it or they, whatever, maybe just people like ninjas. That's interesting. Yeah. That's a good point. It's very possible. Yeah. I forgot, I watch that I forgot about that video. A long time. Yeah. Um, Oh, and, and but Pee Wee does have some cameos in does, yeah. the movie. Mm-hmm. I love his voice. <laughs> Mr. Harmon. Hey, <laughs> Mr. Harmon. You have a telephone awesome. call at the front <laughs> desk. A telephone call. <laughs> it's so great. Yeah. When you said the president of the United States, I thought you were talking about the scene where the president calls uh, James Brolin at the hotel lobby desk. Oh, right. no, like the, like the band, yeah. Yeah, there's no cell phone, so I, maybe that wasn't like a joke, but today that would be really funny if the president like, got a hold of James Bond <laughs> calling the hotel lobby. Hotel lobby. <laughs> and then we see all the characters watching the movie, and I, I do love this part when they go through it, everybody that he's met and all his friends and, you know, just people along the way, and they're all yeah. there coming to see the movie. I think it's very cute. And when he sees, this is my favorite in the whole this is when I couldn't stop laughing when he sees Simone and her boyfriend, Pierre. And he's like, <laughs> and they're like, she's like, he's like, I got you French fries, you know, whatever. And they're like, oh, merci beaucoup, Pee Wee. And he's like, merci beaucoup, beaucoup, beaucoup. <laughs> it gets me every time. I love that. It is so funny. It is, yeah. it is very funny. And I love when he tries to give Mickey the uh, saw. And one foot long, he's and he's like, like winking at him. <laughs> <laughs> and he he loved that movie. He's like, this movie is amazing. Oh my god, he was like very enthusiastic about it. it oh my god, so in- he's like, wow, Pee Wee, that's amazing. He was really into it. I love Mickey. He's he was a good guy at heart. But then he does he, he does a dick thing for Dottie again because Dottie's like, right? Oh, did you forget my candy? He's like, yeah. He's like, oh no, I didn't. And then he just throws it up. In he the throws air. it in the air. <laughs> She catches none of it. But he had like two boxes. He had like milk duds and something else when he was coming back to her. So I don't know yeah. why he didn't give her that and why he threw a bunch of shitty pieces of candy up in the air for her to catch. Yeah. <laughs> they all came down and like it hit her in the head. She's just like, ah. <laughs> but the, the, the funny part in, in the actual movie, not the Pee Wee uh, Big Adventure movie, but the movie that they made of him, mm. uh, he's in the background. And if you watch him, he's trying to get into the camera scene every time that they like move. Close oh to yeah, other. yeah, so like in the. <laughs> well, first he realizes he's he's like in the center shot, so right, he tries right, to move right. behind her. Yeah. But then he's like, "No, I actually want to be in the shot." And yeah. He moves yeah. Back. Yeah. yeah, that was funny, and he yeah. you can see he's laughing a little bit while he's doing it. So it was it was cool. I like that. Yeah. And then, uh, and then Francis actually shows up in the parking lot, and he's getting uh, all the interviewers are asking questions. Where Phil Hartman comes back into because he's yeah. uh, like a news guy, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they're saying like uh, how good friends they are now, or whatever. And then uh, Francis wanted to sit on the bike so they can get pictures of him. Mm-hmm. So Pee Wee uh, let him sit on the bike, and all of a sudden there was an eject button and Ooh, eject ejected him out right out of the uh, driving. Murders Francis. <laughs> <laughs> Happy ending. <laughs> yep, and nobody cared. They just went about their business. Yeah. Um, and then that's basically it. And then Dottie. So I mean, at the end, he does kind of ride off with. Yeah, she said, uh, you want to watch the end of the movie? He's like, no, I lived it. He's like, I lived it. I don't have to. Yeah. And they wrote off and that's the end of it. 
Yeah, I think that was a good way to end a movie. I mean, I'm, I'm glad they put an end to it. And it's not like some kind of like, uh, you know, to be continued type thing. Because when they did the next movie, the Big Top Peewee had nothing to do with this movie. No, no, nothing. Right? Yeah. yeah. So, you know, I like how they just, you know, one and done. Yeah, totally. All right. So um, let's talk about ratings, Rotten Tomato ratings. We'll ask Wayne. Wayne, what do you think the critics... Rotten Tomato score and the audience Rotten Tomato score is on this. I know it was very favorite. It wasn't like it did some, you know, good uh, reviews. So I'm going to maybe, uh, what do you want, like percentage wise? Rotten yeah. Tomatoes is in a percentage. Yeah. So it's percentage of critics that, that, um, that gave it a favorable rating. All right. So like maybe 80%. 80%. Yeah. And for the audience, audience, my God, because it became such a huge cult classic, uh, maybe. You know, maybe let me switch that. Maybe 70% for for uh, for them. And then for the audience, 80, 85-ish. Okay. Uh, any thoughts on that, Tara? Um, I definitely think it had a better audience rating. So I'm going to say that he's probably right about that. I don't think it did well in the box office, actually. Hmm. I don't think it did. I think it's like it's become one of those movies where it's like a cult, like people love it. But I think when it came out, it was like people were like, who is this weirdo? You know, like it wasn't. They didn't get it. I would I would say even less for critics. I would probably say less than that. I would say like maybe 50. 87 Whoa. critics, 79%. Oh, wow. Okay. That's, wow. That's totally. Wow. Yeah. It's different than I would have thought as well. Wow. Um, Siskel did not like this, but Ebert did believe it or not. Really? Ebert never officially reviewed it because he probably didn't. He didn't want to ruin his reputation. Yeah. <laughs> Being a curmudgeonly old poop and he eats everything <laughs> but years later he named it as one of his guilty pleasures but really? siskel just eviscerated it yeah mm. and um oh yeah so uh simone uh D- diane salinger did you see that she was also in um carnival she was uh clay duval's mother in carnival the uh the psychic who was like ah they won the disabled. mute yeah yeah you know oh, what? Wow. Um, her and uh peewee also played in the uh, batman returns they were the uh cobblepots Oh, that's right. They were the mother and father. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Pee Wee Herman, I think, played the father of a penguin in... In the Alpha TV show, yeah. What is this? I'm sorry. I'm just looking at this. What is this review? And it's by a top critic. What? You have been warned. What does that even yeah. mean? <laughs> it's, just, it's just a splat, and you have been warned. I, I mean, uh, about uh, what? what? The awesomeness of this movie? I mean, what does that even mean? It does not mean any... Like, that's just terrible. It's a terrible review. Is that just a pull quote or is that the whole thing? Okay, it's it's a full it's a full review, but for some reason the pull quote is just you have been warned. Oh. I mean, I'm assuming the person if it's a splat, that means they don't like it, right? Yeah, yeah. Here's here's the top top critic. Pee-wee's big adventure isn't a movie, but a collection of found objects from the garbage heap of low culture. Oh, stop it, oh Paul. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't seen our our guy in a long time, have we? No, no. There was like one guy that like I don't we I can't remember what his name is but he had a big mustache. It was Levy, something Levy, right? I, I think so. And he we would always he would we look forward to this part because we always look for his specific. Um, he had this amazing mustache. <laughs> and we I just loved his like his critiques like they were just he was great and we, we haven't seen him in a while. Can you look him up? Like there's no search for a certain. Uh, I can't remember what his, yeah. his first name is. Something Levy. Yeah, I'll, I'll look him up in a minute. But let's take a look at some of these audience scores here. It's tough to enjoy something when every aspect of the film is strictly aimed at impressing children. Oh, my God. <laughs> Shut up. 
Yeah, yeah I, I, this is a long one. I actually read this one. Oh, and geez. essentially what he's saying is that it's a collection of skits that don't have any cohesive plot and it's aimed at children. But it is a kid's movie, Dum Dum. I mean, like, what are you talking yeah. about? And it's a road trip movie. It's supposed to have like something happen every 10 minutes, you know? Right. It's not, it's the whole point. It's the, the genre. He's, he, he mentions Big Fish like several times. It's like, I love Tim Burton. I love Big Fish. So I went back to watch his first film and it's terrible. It's not terrible. It's just not your thing. But you know, like, and that's not, when people, like, it's interesting that people say that it's like, it's not a cohesive plot or it's just like a, you know, like a slap together different thing. It's, it is, it's actually not at all. Right. There's, there's, there is definitely a start and finish. There's definitely a plot. There's, it goes linear. It, it does go linearly. You know, like, I don't really understand that. I'm, I want people to like, tell me. Just somebody does not have a sense of humor. I, I want yeah. to specifically talk to him and be like, well, where do you, where do you see that? I'm like, he goes here, he does this, this happens, cause and effect. Like, what do you right. mean? So I, th- I think it's because like all the thing, all the people he meets, large Marge, the convict, the bikers, like none of them really have an effect on the plot other than moving him forward, I guess, in the story. But like, that's the, that's the anatomy of a road trip movie is that you have all these new experiences you never had before. And he even t- says it to Dottie. He's like, I've learned something on this trip. I've learned humility. Humility, right? yeah. He grows. There's there's an arc there. It's just there is that, an arc. I think so. Yeah. But yeah. Some people <laughs> just don't have sense of humor. It's, it's true. It's funny because my grandparents used to love this movie. They used to laugh every time they watched it with me. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Where's the... Oh, wait. I want to see the all critics. Maybe we can find... Emmanuel, Emmanuel Levy. Levy. There yeah. he is. Check out this guy's mustache. That's a real mustache. It's, it's epic. <laughs> like it's it's blurry, but yeah. It almost looks like it's like a like the like a Marx brother. Like it looks like it was painted on with like a sharpie. Like it's so black and like thick and just perfect. It's crazy. <laughs> I love it. I always feel like if I shout at my, if I, he ever listens to it, maybe he'll like come on the show. Like I really want to like contact him. So original score B plus. He B+, for some yeah. reason his his written quotes don't show up on Rotten Tomato anymore. It's a bold attempt to do something dazzlingly original, although some of the gags are spectacularly unfunny, and Pee Wee's nervous prattling can become irritating. No, that's the best part. That's yeah. who he is. I mean, that's the character. Whatever. But this, besides that that Broadway show or whatever the stage show that he did, I think this is a really the first time the world really ever because because. You know, as we discussed before, the show came after the movie. So people did right. not really know about Pee Wee. Mm-hmm. Right. He was like a new character, you know, and they it's like, you know, getting used to. And either you like that humor or you don't. Yeah, I agree. And I usually wouldn't like a movie like this, but it was just done really well. Mm-hmm. So, all right. So let's do let's do the budget numbers, uh, the box office numbers, and then we'll do some ratings. Um, so this movie cost seven million. That was the budget. Seven million. Seven million. Nine. I've seen anywhere from four to seven. So I'm guessing it's probably four or five production budget, maybe two million in marketing. But I'm seeing seven million as the number. That's actually not that much. Like that's that's pretty low, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was mostly unknowns at the time, right? I guess, yeah. Hmm, um, anyway. Yeah. So do either you have a guess on how much it would have made? And it didn't have international distribution. It over did. It didn't do anything internationally. So I did not. Okay. Oh, oh what do you I, think? I, I I cheated on this, so I, okay. I kind of know. Oh. So around forty million. Oh well, right. Tara was going to guess. <laughs> oh, well, you just said me. She's pretty good. Damn you, Wayne! I was going to give you both a shot. <laughs> well, pretend I didn't say that guess. No, well, I mean that's actually kind of like surprising that it did. I mean, it was kind of a relatively low budget in the scheme of things. You know, when you think about it. 
Um, so that's pretty good that it made money. I'm glad it made money. Yeah. yeah. That just in the uh, U.S. though, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it didn't yeah. do anything internationally. So this, this is international. But if you look at the um, the box office, it's the same. It's the same domestically and internationally, which means it only made money domestically. It really, yeah. yeah. That's good. I'm glad. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, before we jump to uh, our ratings, which is the last thing we do, I do want to mention that I happened to look up E.G. Daly. I don't know if you did either. Mm-hmm. Um, and she also was a singer. Oh, she she was a singer. She had several songs in the 80s that topped the charts. One of them was a song called Mind Over Matter, which appeared on the summer school soundtrack. Oh, my God. That's her? Yeah. See, her, because her voice is so strange. I can't imagine... You know what I mean? Like, because her voice is just so, her speaking voice is very strange. Yeah. So I won't, I won't subject you to listen to the whole thing, but there is a video that has the entire cast. Oh my gosh. That's it. awesome. They fall asleep <laughs> and it becomes the, the, the final exam becomes a, a dance club with her singing. That's so funny. And this is the Mind Over Matter song. Could we just watch this? Uh, we just did this podcast. Like, this will probably yeah. come out one or two episodes after summer school, but. All right. We talked about this. That's yep. hilarious. I did not know that she was a singer, honestly. I had no clue. I knew that she was a voice actor. And she did like Tommy Pickles and Buttercup, I think. Yeah, she does or Buttercup. Like, yeah. yeah, like a couple of other. Like a, she does a bunch of She does a lot of voice. I did not know that this was her, though. That's hilarious. <laughs> awesome. Very interesting. Yeah. All right. So ratings. So we do two scores. We usually do a overall, overall enjoyability score and then a cheese factor score. And I guess we'll start with with Wayne, the guest of honor. Yeah. Go for it. This movie is a ten for me. Ten. <laughs> this is a ten. Yeah. If yeah. I'm still watching this from when I was a child, and I still enjoy it. And I still laugh at it. Uh, it's it's a ten. You know, I just I never get sick of this movie, and it brings like a lot of memories too from when I was younger. Yeah. Um, cheesy factor. I don't know. It's really not cheesy, is it? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, everyone's cheesy? got their own definition, so. Uh, well, you know, my, my definition of cheesy is totally different from you guys. Um, yeah, I don't think this movie's that cheesy. I, I mean, it's a little corny, uh, you know, some crazy, crazy, you know, kitty things, but yeah, I don't think it's that cheesy. I'm going to go zero on the cheesy. I want to dig into this cheesy versus corny, uh, comparison in another, another episode. <laughs> <laughs> we, we do actually, we've been talking about like, because, you know, our podcast is called just the cheese, please. And we do uh, cheesy movies, but you know, everyone does have, like you said, everyone does have a different definition of what that is. So we wanted to sort of shed light on what we consider cheesy and what, why we choose the movies we choose. Right, so right, we, right. we, that, that, that episode will be coming up. We'll, we'll be doing that. Good. That's, that's a good, that's a good thing to do. Yeah. Um, and we may have a gimmick for that one here been toying with this idea of a, oh, really? a live gimmicky version of that that show but i guess we'll, we'll see if we can make that happen production wise yeah right, there's been some challenges but um <laughs> so wait did you give it a, a numerical value for cheesiness I I zero. zero zero i don't zero. find this wow. movie cheesy tenants you just go to the right to the extremes <laughs> go right to the <laughs> zero tenants zero very binary. Okay. Uh, yeah, I can't think of anything that's like, what would be cheesy to me on this movie? So you, I mean, you basically think that every other movie in existence is cheesier than this movie. Yeah, pretty much. Um, <laughs> no. I mean, I guess, I guess that the movie they made of the movie is kind of cheesy. Okay. It's a, yeah. It's supposed to be cheesy. You know, that's it's fair. supposed to look cheesy. All right, so I'll get a one, one cheesy. <laughs> okay. Um, for me, I would probably say, as far as like enjoyability, I'm going to give it a nine. I mean, a 10, I, a 10 is hard, you know, but I mean, I do love this movie and it is a movie I can watch over and over again and I don't get tired of it. I, I think it's 
aesthetically stunning. I love the landscapes. I love like, you know, I just love so many things about it. And again, it's also the same for me. It's nostalgia. Like I can remember places that I watched this movie, you know, like at a friend's house or like my grandparents, you know, like I remember where I was. So I'm going to have to give that a nine. And for cheesy, I mean, maybe I'll give it a one as well. I feel like there's some elements of cheese. I mean, that dance that he does, I'm sorry, with the tequila dance, I might be in like the minority on this, but I can't, I can't stand that. It actually makes me like, oh God, (laughs) please (laughs) just stop. And the movie that they make is very cheesy. So there's a little, there's a couple of cheesy elements, but it's not really very cheesy to me. So a nine and a one. Okay. So this is going to be very interesting because, um, well, I am also going to give it a nine. I was going to give it an eight, but actually I changed my mind listening to Wayne describe that, hey, you know, this is a movie. So as a kid still enjoying it to this day so i'm gonna i think a nine is is appropriate um i think this movie had cheese to it i think that if yeah if i'm if i'm saying that oh the average cheesy movie is a five i'm gonna give this one a five i'm gonna give this one a five i think this is from from my definition of cheesy i think this was an average amount of cheese for a cheesy movie like what is the cheesiest thing in this movie that you that you've seen like what is what is cheesy for you in this? Ooh, yeah, see, I want to save that for uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, episode. edit this out. Don't just tell me. Okay. <laughs> um, I mean, honestly, well, I don't want Tara to hear also, but basically, <laughs> has to do with um, surrealism and uh, generally unbelievability, surrealism, that type of stuff. I think I find to be, um, it, but only done in a certain way. So yeah. uh, I'll spend on it more in a our episode right. coming up kind of get it all right but it's weird because i something that everyone just agrees upon the definition of but we never really no one's ever really discussed it right yeah because we get a lot of congruence but there's also some divergence as well you know yeah see cheesy to me it means like it's bad okay you know like it's like just just bad it's just terrible you know like why would you do that in a movie it just doesn't make sense I mean, everything kind of made sense in this movie in a way, you know, a little bit, you know, a lot, a lot of it was far fetched and, you know, out of a realistic, mm-hmm. uh, out of a realistic world. But that's kind of Pee Wee Herman, you know, but far fetched doesn't mean cheesy. See, that's like where for me, like that's not they're not synonymous. If you can right. be you could be a fantasy movie, but it's not cheesy, you know, like so it could be far fetched and ridiculous, but it's not that's not doesn't make it cheesy. And we, I mean, we've actually had that exact conversation where. At some point, giving a when I was giving a cheese rating, I was saying like I want to rate this high in the cheese meter, but I think it's just because the movie was bad, and I don't want to give it a high cheese factor just for being a bad movie. Right, I want right. to separate the two. I remember actually saying that, but I know what you're saying. When you see a bad movie, you want to call it cheesy, you want to think it's cheesy, right, but right. I'm trying to like actually narrowly define it. So it'll be interesting yeah. to have that conversation when it when it comes up. Yeah, definitely. But uh, yeah, thank you for your thank you so much, on. Wayne. Yeah, yeah, I had a lot time. of fun, and uh, I really enjoyed watching this movie for the millionth time. And uh, <laughs> yeah. next time, next time we'll have to have you guys uh, pick me a movie to watch. Ooh. You know, okay, I like I'm tired that. Of, uh, I'm tired of giving people things to to watch, so it's it's my, <laughs> it's my turn. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> yeah. that's fine. And you you said you haven't seen all that many. You're not a huge movie buff. I'm not right? a huge movie guy, and as you can tell, most of my movies I have seen are bad movies. So. <laughs> I mean, you're lucky we didn't do the original movie I wanted to do. The original, original movie you wanted to the do? Original, original. <laughs> the original, original. Oh, that, gosh. The one that's only available on this blurry um, YouTube? Yeah. <laughs> the blurry we will. YouTube murder movie? The we one will that do that. 
super proud of the fact that it was only available on VHS. On VHS, yes. <laughs> yep. And and there's like four sweet uh, sequels to that too. Stop. <laughs> oh, is there really? There is four sequels to that. They actually made more of that. Oh wow. my god. Wow. That's insanity. Yeah. yeah. So I think Tara wanted to watch it. She just didn't want to watch she it. She did. I know I do. I do want to watch it. And I think it would be really cool to see it and like, you know, talk about it. But I just feel like, you know, I don't know. It just wasn't really the place. Maybe. I don't know. My friend, I had a friend who used to hang out with us all the time because uh, he just had nothing to do. So one night he came over to my house and he's like, you want to watch a movie? I'm like, whatever. Tells me to watch that movie. And we watched the whole entire thing. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is just so terrible. But I had to watch the entire thing to see, <laughs> yeah, what, the to hell see happened. what happens. Of course. <laughs> just like with the we have movie. all been there. All right. So maybe we'll so, find a way to talk about it. On, we'll talk about it. Or, or, I might do it on, on our show for uh, Halloween or something, maybe. Ooh, oh, that would be go. great. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. yeah, last year we did uh, a bunch of Halloween movies. And then um, uh, Lou wants to do, um, uh, what's that, uh, that the zombie movie? The um, Night of the Living Dead? I think. Living okay. Dead. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because now it's like a, a free domain movie, so you can now we can kind of watch it while we're on YouTube. Oh, yeah, really? without getting in trouble. Yeah, so the I, original, I, yeah, like I the believe so. George Romero, whatever. I believe so. I think that's the movie he said. Yeah, interesting. Cool. Like a live commentary. Yeah, so that that might be kind of fun. Maybe I'll have it's, you guys on the show as well when we do that. Yeah, that's right up Tara's alley. <laughs> Very cool. We will be doing it. So yeah, I'll awesome. Let you know. All right. Well, thanks again, Wayne. And um, yeah, you guys... thanks. Sorry. Go yeah, ahead. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say you can find Wayne um, at Rat Salad. Is, is it just uh, Rat Salad? Rat Salad Review. Rat Salad Review. That's right. I always forget That's the right. review. Rat Everybody Salad does. Review. Everybody that belongs to this network forgets the review. <laughs> Rat Salad Review. We are bad, com. bad children. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, God, there's a new show that we just started putting on. Um, a new metal, metal guy. A metal right? show. Yeah. A metal thrashing nerd. He just came on the podcast. Um, God, there's so many people. Just go to ratsalreview.com and you'll see yeah. all the shows on. We're there. all there. Everybody's there. <laughs> We're on YouTube and you know iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, all that stuff. So you can find us everywhere. Awesome. And uh, you can find my music stuff too. Uh, projectresurrect.bandcamp.com. So if you like uh, heavy metal, you can find that there. And then uh, there's some more stuff coming out too. I'm going to be doing a radio show soon, so there's going to be a lot of stuff coming out for me. Oh, awesome! Excellent. You won't well, be able we'll be- to escape me. We'll be following for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Thank you. Yes, yes, no problem. All right. Well, that's it for the show. Thanks, everyone. Uh, we'll catch you next time on Just a Cheese, Please. Stay fresh, cheese bags.